Hi, and welcome along to another episode of the Halftime Team Talk Podcast. We are home ground where football comes home. I'm Haikal, the Arsenal fan, and joining me is Tiru. Joining me are Tiru and Da. Tiru, first, you're still a United fan? Manchester United fan? Of course, of course, of course. All right, so Da, are you still a Liverpool fan or are you tempted by money now? No, why would I? I I'll never be tempted by money, man. All right, so the three of us are still supporters of uh, our previous club or current club, not tempted by money. So as you guys may have gotten the hint, we are going to be talking about Newcastle United and the recent takeover by uh, the Saudis. So this is an extended episode, so it might go a little bit longer or shorter. Or But one thing's for sure, everything on this episode will be on Newcastle United. So we're going to score a goal and then we'll come back with all the questions. All right. So what I was supposed to do was give uh, the rest of the guys a quiz. And then we go for a goal and then come back and reveal the answer. But uh, I've forgotten about that. My apologies. So the quiz, my quiz will be based on Newcastle United as well as France, who recently won the Nations League. So there are plenty of French players that have played for Newcastle United. But there's only three players who have three like names or initials. For example, for Manchester United, it's uh, Ruth Van Nistelrooy. And the current uh, player at Newcastle, who's French, is Alain Saint-Maximin. So there's two French players, both are defenders. Name one of them that has three uh, names in their names or three initials in their names. If you can name one, then the other guy names the other one. Okay, I'm going to go first. Yep. Jean-Alain Bobson. Yep, that's correct. Da, can you name the other one? No, because that was my answer. <laughs> but but <laughs> that's the only uh, one I know. I, I don't remember anyone else. Yeah. Uh, the, the, Are we the, looking the, at the 90s era or the 20s? Uh, 20s. 20s. So it's 2000s. 2010s, actually. 2010s. Yeah, and, and I've spoken to Da regarding his... Or Da actually has spoken about his name before to me way back way back when and he actually laughed when his name was being said wait what what wait seriously yeah you told oh, me about, about his name then you laughed he joined in uh, January 2013 from Montpellier mm. defender give up so many so many clues nope oh Give up? Yeah, I've, I've got no idea. Tiro? i got no idea, bro. I'm going to give up. Right. Although so I feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to smack myself when you tell me the name. So it's Mapu, Yanga, and Biwa. Ah, <laughs> okay. And why, why did I laugh? I can't remember. Because of his name. <laughs> All right. So Newcastle. Well, the three of us are Newcastle fans. Uh, but I just want to start by asking you guys, as a non non Newcastle fan, um, non Newcastle United fan, what is your impression of the club? Because to me, growing up, Newcastle United was a big club. In the nineties, they actually played in the Champions League, and uh, later on, unfortunately, they they weren't as much. They they uh, challenged United in my 
uh, memory serves me right. They did actually challenge United and then Keegan going on to say love to beat them. So to me, United, uh, Newcastle United were actually a big club when I was growing up. But unfortunately, these days, I still feel it's a big club, but they're not behaving like a big club. So Tiru, um, do you have the same um, feelings as I do about Newcastle United? Uh, probably to a certain extent, of course. But uh, Newcastle is a big club. It's a one-club city. Uh-huh. Wait, um, that's Sunderland, right? Or is it? I mean, I mean, Newcastle is Newcastle. West and right. Sunderland, Sunderland, the West Side and and yep. Tyne Side, you know. So the Toonami is probably one of the uh, home-based crowd. Is one of the biggest in the world, probably, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they deserve a lot more better in terms of results and trophies, and etc. And and they did play some of the best attacking football that the EPL has seen in the in the yesteryears. And um, yep. I think this uh, takeover might be the best thing that happens to them because I feel that they uh, they might probably um, groom the club in a way that is unlike Man City. So I just hope that it's going to be um, a club that doesn't get into people's uh, mindset to be a club they hate or start to hate because I don't really recall anybody hating Newcastle United unless they're a fan. Yeah, that's it's right. It's a rarity in Singapore by the way. So, I, I and I, and I, uh, I gotta admit that, you know, Newcastle United is one of the teams that I like to have a look at for results and follow them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, including Everton, which is uh, Tom's favorite club. <laughs> team. So, you know, there are certain teams that you, you tend to follow in EPL because you like them as a club, the way the manager is running the team. Mm-hmm. You know, you appreciate it or you just admire them for it. Like, at one point in time, we, we all like to... Uh, Look at Bolton Wanderers with Sam Allardyce and yep. Gideon Kacang. You know, so we, there's, there's always, a, always a tendency to look at these teams. We, although we don't support them, we just like them for a club. Mm-hmm. So, it's probably one of the the most liked teams in the EPL, if you ask me. Alright. Da, um, what's your impression on Newcastle United? Uh, for once, I agree with the Manchester United fan. Um, <laughs> but yeah. They, 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 they will always be one of those neutral clubs for me. That, um, you know, even if they beat Liverpool, um, I would, I would, I would still be contented with it. I'll probably be angry with Liverpool losing, but I'll never hate Newcastle for it. Uh, maybe in the future, yes, because they are probably going to challenge for the top four, maybe challenge for the title. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Um, but I don't think I could ever see them um, becoming like Man City in in the sense that. Uh, Man City doesn't have history. Man City doesn't doesn't have fans. Uh, they they only have oil and they only have money. Like mm-hmm. uh, Newcastle, Newcastle, yes, they have oil, they have money now, but um, they they had a fan base that everyone respected, everyone loved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when I was growing up, so yeah, so they they could never be. Uh, I could never hate them or or you know have the hatred for them like how I have for Man City, um, but. Yeah, they were also never really a dirty team, unlike uh, Tony Pulis' Stoke or mm-hmm. uh, any of Jose's side. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like, like like what Tiro said, I only know a handful of Newcastle fans and and they've always been nice guys, even though they were suffering for 14 years on the inside. Uh, but yeah, most importantly, you know, I think in recent times, there hasn't been another club that has fans who have hated their owners so much. Arsenal. <laughs> Arsenal, yeah. I was getting there. The, the cough disrupted me. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
And as a football fan, I, you know, I can I can totally understand like, how 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 frustrated they must have felt all this while. Right. True enough. True enough. Yep. So you two of you mentioned Newcastle fan, and um, just want to get you guys to be in their shoes for a minute or two. How would you feel, uh, being a Newcastle fan? Because on one hand, you got rid of Mike Ashley, Mike Ashley, who is a terrible owner, and at the same time, now you got a lot of money. Oh, a lot of money because of how much uh, the owners, the new owners are worth. But on the other hand, those owners aren't exactly the best representative of the club off the pitch. I'm not going to get into details, but we all know um, off the pitch what happened uh, a couple of years ago. So as a Newcastle fan, if you could imagine, how would you feel right now? Would you care about what happens off the pitch and, you know, a lot of money or it's not really a good thing having these sort of owners there? Um no, I mean if I was a Newcastle fan then yeah no, I I I could not I could not give a two hoots about what my owner is doing as long as the money is coming in as long as my club is staying afloat unlike uh you know my rivals, uh, but yeah, and by rivals I meant Sunderland. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah so I mean. The the term that is being coined right now is sports washing, right? Yeah. Uh, where they they uh, like PSG and and um, Man, City, Man City, where Qatar and UAE have um, all the money in the world, but they they disregard human rights, and then they are using sports to make them look good. I mean, that's just the short term for it, or the short meaning for it. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of a dilemma for me as an outsider because on one hand, I'm just thinking that football is just football. Um, and we shouldn't include politics or other things. Success on the pitch is what is most important. Uh, but on the other hand, with the power of football, we are starting to see um, issues like racism mm-hmm. being addressed. Yeah. So why not empower those suffering from human rights also, right? I mean, we always say keep politics out of football, but human rights is not really politics. It's 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 basic human rights. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we will never see the end of this issue, especially since Newcastle can only go up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can never go back down again. Uh, but yeah, so it's it's just a dilemma from from an outsider. But if I was a, were a Newcastle fan, then I, I I don't really care. Money's coming in. Who cares? I'm going to bring up the same the the point you just made later on. Uh, Tiru, your take on this? Um, obviously going to be excited. You know, you got new owners, and obviously getting rid of Mike actually would be the best thing to do. Uh, no. but I'm going to say I'm going to say that you know a lot of clubs have owners that the fans tend to hate, mm-hmm. aka the Glazers and etc. Mm-hmm. So because, you know, the main reason is because uh, the fans think that the owners should should invest in the club and make mm-hmm. the club the best in the country yep. or in Europe perhaps. But mm-hmm. the problem is I think a lot of owners are putting in money from a business point of view. They are there to make money, mm-hmm. be profitable, you know, So end of the end of the year, you know your budget and finances and etc. And you, you make a huge profit. That's what they're looking at. But I think um, fans would definitely expect the owners to invest in the club and do that. But I think if if you are 14 times richer than the next biggest owner, obviously I think you've got, you've got enough oil to burn. Yeah. In in the in the essence of money. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fantastic as a Newcastle fan. Before I move on to the next question, all right. Um, what do you think is um, the happier 
happier feeling for Newcastle fan. Getting rid of Mike Ashley or all this money coming in. It's it's like killing but uh, killing uh, two birds in one stone. Yeah, exactly. But do you think which one would be the happier? I mean, thing that happened to them. Happier. I think getting owners is is, is happier situation. Okay. <laughs> getting new owners who are willing to invest in the club, you know that the power that they have in terms of monetary value mm-hmm. is definitely going to be the more happier reason. All I right. mean, for for example, you, if I'm a Newcastle fan. Which I'm put, which I'm putting and I'm visualizing at this moment now. Yeah. If I got rid of my, my Ashley and another owner comes in, and then you're not sure whether they have enough money to keep the the club stay afloat, and you know there'll be some issues that or some um, kind of uh, doubts that you will have definitely mm-hmm. because you don't know about the value of financial money coming in. Like for example, if if, if uh, somebody bought buys of the club exactly at 350 million, their value is about 500 million only. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna think think. Uh, Otherwise, but then if you're going to go have somebody who's going to come in with two hundred thirty billion, it's a different story totally. Mm-hmm, yeah. So we let's just put ourselves now into the owner's shoes of Newcastle United. How would you actually rebuild the club? Da, you said that they're never going to go down again, but I think right now their biggest issue is not going down because if they go down, if they can't get the players in in January. Or they can't get the manager that they want right now, and we'll talk about Steve Bruce in uh, Steve Bruce in a minute. I think it will be a biggest backfire because they go down, but they have a lot of money, and in, if they're in the championship, I don't know who um, would uh, would ever want to come in. There's no Del Piero or Trezeguet this time round, um, unlike the Juventus when they went down. So, again, as an owner of Newcastle United, how would you rebuild the club? What's the first few things that you need to do? Um, of course, in priority, uh, Tiro. Um, obviously, the financial part of it is is already settled, hmm. pretty much. I think uh, investment into the stadium would be the first thing. Stadium investment, okay. investment into the academy would be the second thing, okay. because you see, Man City have actually spruced up the academy all the way up to the standard of La Masia. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, they will probably go in the same same uh, direction. So these are two things. Then the third thing would be to attract. Uh, top top manager, mm-hmm. doing that, uh, getting uh, some of the top players to come and play. Obviously, they're not going to get the top tier. They're probably going to look at the um, teams like uh, Leipzig, Dortmund. You know, they're not mm-hmm. going to go to and Rape. The same thing. They're not going to go to Juventus and Rape. They're going to go uh, to the top teams in the league, but not the championship material teams. They're going to get some players who um, probably, uh, in respect, if you look at Man City, right? Mm-hmm. When they started off, the new Thai owners they went out to go and get Joe Milano. Players that are competent. Yeah, so you get players who are competent to make you challenge for the top four, and then a few years down the road, you're going to go and get the top top players. All right, da. Um, what's your take on this? How would you actually rebuild the club if you're the owner of Newcastle United? Um, I, I think. Sorry, what is it? Yeah, in priorities, just like Tiro, what's the first, oh. second? Um, I think they they actually got a lot of things sorted out first because if you remember a few years ago, this same consortium had a bit uh, turned down for Newcastle because they didn't have a structure in place. They just wanted to buy the club and and you know they got turned down. Uh, but now they came back with with a structure in place. Um, with the director being sorted out. Um, yeah, we, I mean with with Yasir to be the chairman. 
Um, and then Amanda Stavely to be the director, and you know one half of the Ruben brothers to be the non-executive director. So I think they have the they have the the chain of command filled up at the top, um, but they they probably need to bring in a football director. Okay. Um, have a have someone in charge of transfers. You know, like um, how Liverpool had Michael Edwards previously. Um, mm. But. Yeah, so, so that, that's one of the two things that they need to complete before they probably bring in a manager because um, they, they would definitely need a good football director because if you do not have one who is um, in good terms with your manager or, or in good terms with any manager, then you're never going to have any success with any manager um, at the club. You know, Everyone's just going to come and leave because they don't have um, control over the finances or the control over the transfers or the control over the team and all this. Uh, but yeah, so I think there are a few things that they need to set in motion before they get the manager and then before they go ahead and buy the players. You don't just want to buy players and then uh, have a manager who comes there and, and, and isn't able to uh, manage the players, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, address the issues right now, you know, to guarantee their place in the EPL. Um, I, but I think most importantly, don't just go and buy a whole new 11. You, you've got a team that 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 is... that. Has. The, the talent is there. there. Yeah, the, 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 the talent is there. You just need to address some issues like, you know, the centre-back issue, the goalkeeper probably. Um, yeah, and, and some other issues in midfield. You probably need someone, uh, you probably need a maestro, uh, someone who can who can make the team tick other than just ASM. Because ASM is getting you, ASM is making the team tick, but he's the one who's supposed to get you the goal. So if he's being the main playmaker, then who's going to get you the goals? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ellen Sharer maybe. All right. <laughs> So um we're gonna score a goal, but before that we got a quiz. Um Tiru or Dad, decide among yourselves uh who wants to go first. And uh, I can get a win. I can you wanna go first? Go yeah. ahead, my friend. All right, Sorry? so go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So um okay. So with all the talk about the Balan D or nominees coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And uh the last time Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo were not in the Ballon D'Or at all, um Fabio Cannavaro won it. And of course, she was the one and only defender to ever win it. Wait, 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 wait. To win it or in nominated? Fabio Cannavaro. He no, won no, it. No. You said Cannavaro won it, bro. Ronaldo and Messi, right? Yeah, yeah. So the okay, wait, wait, no, I'm talking about Cannavaro. Oh, sorry. Okay, let me rephrase. So Ronaldo and Messi were never in it. So they, were, they, were, not, they were not nominated for the top three. Okay. Okay. Oh. So the last time they were nominated for the top three was mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first time they were ever nominated for the top three was 2007. 2007. All right. And in 2006, the only defender to ever won it, won it. Fabio Cannavaro. Can you name the other top two? Top two? You mean the one that yeah, lost sorry, to can you name, Yeah. Can you name the second, the, 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 the one who's second and the one who's third? Uh, that's my quiz. You find, because I was looking at the Ballon d'Or, I think this afternoon or yesterday, I should have scrolled down. <laughs> I'm gonna go make a guess, my friend, based on 2006 because of the World Cup. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going. I'm going to say Zidane is one of them. Wait, should I give you my answer now or not? No, 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 no. no after, wait, 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 after, wait for the after the, after the goal. Okay, so how about, say, how about no. one of you say who's second and one of you say who's third? Uh, he, you say Zidane, I say Buffon. For second, uh, Buffon will be third. I think then Zidane will be second. I agree with Tiru, but I'm not sure about Tiru's third though. Yeah, I'm gonna. I was gonna say Buffon as well. All right. So okay. I I say Buffon. But it could, could close because uh, okay, I'll change my second my third option to Pirlo. 
Okay. So we'll score a goal hmm. and then Three Italians. reveal the answer. All right. So Das' question was: the last time a defender won the Ballon d'Or was in 2006 by Fabio Cannavaro. So the question that he had was: who was second and third in that year? So Tiru's answer was Zidane and Pirlo. My answer is Zidane and uh, Buffon, respectively. So did we get that right, Da? Um, no. Because. Oh. So what's the answer? Buffon was second. Buffon was second. Okay. Michael, um, uh-huh. you should be really disappointed by this because number three was Thierry Henry. Zidane didn't even make it. Nope. That's. Strange. It was only. Okay. I think the headbutt destroyed him. Yeah, 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 I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. But I, I, if Henry didn't want it that 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 year, I wouldn't be too upset. It's the one that Netfed won. That year, two thousand three, I think that's the one that I would be more upset. Looking yeah, yeah. Like I would say. I would say. So Zidane, Zidane came in fifth, mm-hmm. and um, guess who came in fourth? Our very, I mean, everyone's favorite Brazilian. R nine. No, R nine was uh, I think. R ten. Wait, was it R ten? Is it R ten? Ronaldinho R ten. Yeah. Okay, three two. Sorry? No, no, no. It's Ronaldinho. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Because Kaka won the next year. Yeah, 2007. After winning yeah. the Champions League. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right. So, we got to move on to the last part. Three more questions to talk about regarding Newcastle United. So, the manager, Steve Bruce. Is it fair to speculate on his future or he should be given till the end of the season? Give him time because he's there. Or you'd say bye bye. Um, uh, duh. Um, bye bye. He should have resigned at the end of last season. Newcastle were terrible last season. Um, think about it. They were saved by a 21-year-old Loney who managed to score seven out of the of the last seven games. Mm-hmm. But as you can see now, Steve Bruce cannot replicate that form again. And why? Because he's not a good manager. So he mm-hmm. should resign. They they should get a new manager before at least one or two months before the January transfer window comes but comes up so that you know the the manager could decide the the issues to address in in the January transfer window, which is pretty much now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they should get a manager by the end of the month. Yeah, they should get Klopp and then like you said, the director of football, Michael Edwards, <laughs> and then we start <laughs> to see the downfall of Liverpool. Yes, follow the Liverpool <laughs> model. <laughs> All right, so Tiro, do you agree with him, Steve Bruce? Bye bye right now, and is it fair for all the speculation to be about him? Ah, uh, with all the respect, I think I should should be like you know in the job till the end of the season, but I don't see that happening mm-hmm. because of Newcastle's uh, fortunes. I think they probably will replace him with a, with another manager. All right, and we talked about Man City earlier. Um, how they brought in players and their project actually. Was it the year after that the uh, the Abu Dhabi um, consortium came over, um, which is in 2008? Because I remember Taksin was 2007. Because if it's mm-hmm. from 2008, their first league title was in 2012, which is four years. And the question will be three to five years because um, it took two, three years for Abramovich to win his first uh, Premier League as well. So where do you think Newcastle United would be in three to five years? What do you think 
still have achieved by then or would be their targets uh tiru um i think they're going to target to win the league in the next 2 3 years let's be honest okay because you know we are not we are not looking at an uh, era where you had a lot of superstars you know back then if you went to the seria you're going to look at inter ac milan fiorentina and everyone had the good stars mm-hmm. but then ultimately now i think in comparison to messi neymar and ronaldo and perhaps a few more players not to the extent of the yesterday's but i think they're going to probably have a easier route to the league yeah yeah um, i mean like you know we had in england right, we had cantona dennis burkham mm-hmm. andre you know they, there was a lot of people who could win the league for you but so do you think do, those sorry do you think those players will come like at the end of the season or like you said will be the following season the, the those superstar players I I think they'll be they'll be able to come in at the end of the season. This end of the season. Rather, yeah, because I think they're going to really test the financial resolve of a lot of a lot of clubs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dar, would you agree with him to to uh to be this project that Tiru say uh envisions for Newcastle United? Um. Yeah, I do. I do. Team. Because of because of the fact that um. You know, it takes time to build a club. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we all know that it, it takes time to to shift the focus and and three to five years is is quite good. Um, to win the league, maybe not so. I I don't agree with that. But uh, but they do have all the money in the world, so money can change things. Uh, they will definitely challenge for the top four. You know, expect um, the likes of West Ham and um, Leicester to fall off the pace uh, in another few years' time. Uh, maybe Everton will still be there. I don't know. Before Rafa Benitez working his magics, mm-hmm. but uh, but it, it all depends on how the, the the first two years go. You know, if it all goes well, then yeah, maybe they could even challenge for the title. Um, they they honestly have a good team. You know, they just need a few more uh, quality additions and a, and a better manager. So, but most importantly, I'm expect, excited to see Saint Maximin become the best version of himself because um, if they build a team around him, then yeah. He could probably win the Ballon d'Or in three to five years. No, I'm really? just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? He, he might even represent France, you know, and then and then he might be um, the 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 man of the tournament for for the World Cup. Who knows? Mm-hmm. That that's all. That, that that's all. If uh, if they build a team around him, you know. All right. So the yeah, Thiru, you want to say something? No, no, I I got nothing to say. <laughs> so um. The last question before we go off. Um, we've spoken a lot about Newcastle United now, and you've uh, mentioned about West Ham and Leicester. Uh, da, so This are you afraid? Of... Spurs, Spurs is <laughs> Yeah, you missed out Spurs. <laughs> are you afraid of your club's prospects now? Liverpool, the Liverpools, the Man United, the Arsenal, or probably Arsenal should be with West Ham. Um, Liverpool, Man United. Do you think you should be afraid of your club's prospect? Because now you got Chelsea, Man City, and now above them in terms of money, Newcastle United. Are you afraid of your club's prospects in the top four in the Champions League? Uh, since Newcastle United have come to a lot of money right now, uh, Tiru. Uh, to a certain extent, yes, because top players are going to move to Newcastle. By the way, we're looking at in terms of money and etc. So definitely yes. 
Uh, but I just hope that EPL doesn't become like the Chinese Super League. But the Chinese Super League, they don't have any fans. No one watches the Chinese Super League. I'm talking It's about the money wise and them splashing out 50 million to find uh, Ramirez and paying him <laughs> some of money. Oscar. You know, uh, Paulino. <laughs> I'm giving examples. We don't want the splashing, splashing the cash on having uh, Fabio Cannavaro as a manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Marcelo Lippi. Yep. Yep, go on. <laughs> Is it my turn? Is this yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so um, okay. Anyone who says that they are not afraid, they really need to get some checking done because uh, they 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 will definitely be lying. Uh, I think everyone's afraid. I think yeah. Sunderland is not afraid. <laughs> Sunderland lost to Portsmouth four zero man last week. Oh, I think the week before. I can't remember when. Portsmouth for God's sake! Oh my God. But yeah, that, that's how bad Sunderland is. Uh, uh, anyways, anyways, looking at it, looking at it from a neutral point of view, competition is good for football, uh, as a whole. As a whole, um, I I honestly will only worry when uh, Jurgen Klopp calls it quits, because I don't know where the club is going to go or what the club is going to do without him. Um, but yeah, till then I'm just going to enjoy watching Liverpool, whether they win or draw. Or lose? No, we we unbeaten, man. You will lose at some point in the season. Trust me. What, what's that? We, we're gonna we're gonna emulate. Uh, we're gonna replicate. Uh, Italy's unbeaten streak. Okay, at least Italy, but never the Invincibles. No, no, no. I'm never gonna talk about uh, another team that I don't support. I'm just talking about you know okay. another team that I support. <laughs> no, Then, but yeah. Um, unbeaten 49 now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think. I think the, the the one thing that I'm that I'm gonna it's gonna come out right if I predict it right now is uh, Pogba is gonna play for a striped shirt team next season and he's not gonna be Juventus or he's probably gonna think it's Juventus while wearing the Newcastle jersey. You <laughs> can go to North County for all fuck I care. All right. So is that everything? That you guys want to say regarding Newcastle United? Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm just all excited right. for FPL, man. I'm excited to buy all of Newcastle's players next season. Yeah, provided they stay up. Yep. All right. So one last quiz from Thiru before we call it the end of the day for this podcast. Yep, yep, yep. Um, can you guess who's the last English manager to uh, win the Premier League? No, to 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 finish second. What? Um, There's never been an English manager winning the league, right? Premier League, if I remember correctly. Douglas is Scottish. Yeah, Douglas is Scottish. Is Scottish. Yeah. There's a French. Scottish. There's a Scottish. There's a yeah. German. There, there hasn't been. Is it Italian? So second is it, Keegan? Yeah. Probably was your guess. I'm trying to think if there's any other guests be- besides Keegan. Uh, so honestly, I don't think there's any other besides. Yeah, I think I'll go with Keegan also. Of course, he has to be Keegan because it's a Newcastle episode. <laughs> <laughs> you want to make a guess who's the who's going to be top two, the next English manager? 
the next English manager to finish in the top two? Yep. My guess is Steven Gerrard. Damn. I would have gone for the same. Um, initially, I would have said Lampard, but Lampard's not there anymore. Lampard uh, finished fourth, right? The, his highest season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if he had continued with Chelsea, then maybe. Then yeah, maybe maybe we could we could mention him, but no. Uh, but yeah, I think I I'll I'll agree with you. I'll I'll say Stevie G. Tiro, provided he takes the job at Newcastle. Maybe Liverpool. Ah, uh, Tiro. Yeah. Stevie I G no as well. Oh. Sorry. Um. He's I think it's going to be Ted Lasso. <laughs> he's, he's American. <laughs> or Southgate. Southgate. Uh, I, I do not rate Southgate as, as a manager, right? <laughs> How For God's sake. I mean, he, had I mean, I mean, he had substitutes in a game and he did not use. Not even one substitute. Like, how, really? how bad of a manager can you be? Finishing second, so yeah. Sorry, say that again, Tiro. He's especially finishing second, so... Oh, yeah, he has a very, very good chance then. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so that's the end of the episode all about Newcastle United. We apologize, we're not all Newcastle United fans. We we tried to bring uh, one or two, but unfortunately, it's a clash of schedule. But uh, it's been a fun episode talking about Newcastle United and speculating regarding their future. Um, good quizzes as well. Uh, unfortunately, the last one was kind of a giveaway since it's a Newcastle United episode. Nevertheless, um, we want to thank you all for your support. Um, thanks for all the likes on Instagram, on Facebook, and uh, do keep up with Da on his posts uh, regarding FPL in the uh, fftitan.com website together with FFTitan. So, yep, that's the end. Take care. Bye-bye. Da. Yes. Can you remind me when to make transfers? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I just get head up with work with my daughter, you know. <laughs> <laughs>